0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen salamu wassalamu ala sayyidil anbiya al mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Allahumma salli ala sayyidina Muhammad Wa ala al sayyidina Muhammad Kama Kamasallika ala Ibrahim Wa ala alihi Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma al ilhimna marashidah umurina Wa a'idhina min shururi anfusina But we noticed when the fear of this virus spread amongst the people of Islam is that for a certain reason everyone got panic about death whereas the shan, the status, the nature of a believer is that we are not supposed to be scared of dying death is something which is hatmi, lazimi it's like you got a certain date which you have to fly out of the country and you you know that you are now going to leave your family That date is like lazimi. No one is scared of that date coming. The only thing is that we will be sad that when the date will come, then everyone will cry. But you can't be scared of something that is definitely going to happen. Rather, the shan of a believer is that he knows after death, one of two worlds will open up. It will either be a better world or it will be a worse world. So the fear of a believer is not death. The fear of a believer is how I'm going to die. That on that day when that flight has to take place, in which direction is my flight going? Is it going upwards towards the happiness of Allah? Is it going towards the anger of Almighty Allah? So last night I was reading one book my brother translated of Mufti Muhammad Shafi rahimullah and in this few minutes I'll just explain the crux of this book. Mufti Saab's, the name of the book that he gave it is The Journey to the Year After. He writes the reason why he penned this down was for many years he had the thought of gathering what happened at the end of the life of many great people. Because when we see their end of their life that they were not safe at that moment from a final attack of the devil, the shaitan, then the question will come amongst us that we're not on that high level. If the devil could not leave them, he's not going to leave us. That fear he says, until the time came that a very close member of his family who was like his uncle, his father's brothers, his father's cousin, so would be like an uncle to him, but was also his student. His name was Morana Muhammad Na'im. So this Alim passed away at a very young age. He says, after graduation, his only fikr was Quran. So to make his Quran even better, he went to Moradabad to study Tajweed. While studying there, he started teaching there. And now he comes to Dioban for the holiday. As soon as he comes, he gets a slight fever. And then they pick up a certain sickness like what we call today the virus. Within a few days, doctors come and say to him that he shouldn't leave the house. And he also can't really walk. So he starts performing a salah at his house. So Mufti says, I started visiting him regularly because now being in Dioban. And then the time came, he became ma'zur. Only vomiting, only vomiting So he says on the last day it was a Friday The end of Zulqadah. I reached the house by just before, by after Maghrib The family said to me from Asr time we found that he He started talking what we will say nonsense He's out of this world Muftisab says as soon as I went in his presence he looked at me, he made Salam to me He said Salams to you and you must give my Salams to Miyamo Miyasab, Miyasab was one of the great muhaddis of Darul Umdi said, I realized that he's not out of his sense, he's in his sense. But because he was seeing certain things which the other people of the house were not seeing, when he was speaking to that, they really thought he's mad. Why he said, must give my salams, the family said to Muflisaf that, after Asr, one thing we would hearing saying a lot, he would get angry and shout and scream and say, get away from here then he would say, you want to make me despondent of the mercy of Allah. And you have brought a big book in front of me. Just because I haven't performed my yesterday's salah and today's salah in the masjid. He says, but Mufti Shafi and Mia has already told me. Imagine what and what he's speaking. He said, they have already told me, don't be despondent in the mercy of Allah. So said, when I entered, I realized that what he was speaking and his family couldn't understand, he was speaking to the devil. But the point I wanted to make note now is, see the match started from Asr time. Mufti says he passed away at half past nine at night. From Asr time till half past nine. Hazrat Mufti Shafi says, I was there for one and a half hours. One and a half hours, I saw this match taking place. It started from Asr, but it ended at half past nine. One and a half hours, Mufti Shafi Sahib says, I saw it. He says that thought will not leave my mind. That when such a person went through a wrestling match with the devil for so many hours at the end of his life, he says in that one and a half an hours, one and a half hours when I was there, sometimes he would be vomiting, then he would get strength, then he would say, get away from me. He would say, leave me alone. Then he would look at Mufti Shafi Sahib and say, what must I read? So Mufti Saab would say to him, Say La ilaha illa anta subhanak. Inni kuntu minal zalimin. Oh Allah, you are pure. Indeed, I am the oppressor. He says, then I saw him trying to read the next verse. Wakadhalika nunjil mu'mineen. In this manner, we will save the believers. He said that word wasn't coming out. He's trying, trying. Then he said loudly to the devil, Why do you want to stop me reading Quran? I won't stop reading Quran. And then he started reading. In this manner we save the believers Then he started saying Oh Allah I heard the hadith That your mercy comes over your anger How can I not trust in your mercy But what it was for Mufti And what it was for me and you When hearing this incident He says I always had so much of respect For this boy How he loved his Quran The last few minutes of his life Was this year when he started reading La ilaha illallah Somebody else made talqeen for him he was like out of his mind Somebody else read La ilaha illallah In that state He spoke And he told to the person You're reading La ilaha illallah What happened to Muhammadur Rasulullah So his mind was there also His mind was here also Then he read La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah Then he read La ilaha illa anta subhanata Inni kuntu minad zalimin Then he said to Mufti Shafi Saq, There's an entire jamaat here in front of me Mufti Sahib said at that time it was only me and him He was looking at the angels at that time He says I saw that last few minutes of his life He says but that scene of one and a half hours But the match wasn't only one and a half hours It was from Asr until half past nine At the end of that he wrote That what a death he was blessed with May a thousand lives be sacrificed for such a death and then he wrote, may Allah Tabarakallah allow our dead to come like this. That we can stand up to the devil at that moment. He says, for that made me compile this book. In the book, what he wrote, few points. The first is, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned that when you see someone in the throes of his death start reading, making talqeen, normally you read, La ilaha illallah. It's also mentioned in the hadith to say, Aththabat, Athabat. Be steadfast my friend La quwwata illa billah There is no power except the power of Allah Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says Because remember that is such a moment al Halim min rijal That is such a moment that that man who was most tolerant From the men and the women of Iman They also lose their senses at that time He says the closest that the devil comes to pulling a man Is at the time of his death Umar radiallahu anhu would say, that is the time when there are people in front of him which you cannot see, wa yuqalu lahum. And now things will start being said to the person. Ulama have gone into the detail. They said the devil comes to him in the form of his father, in the form of his mother, and starts saying to him, I looked after you your whole life. After dying, I realized I was on the wrong faith. I do not want you also to go on the wrong path. Become a Christian. That final moment. Allama Kurtobi wrote that at that time Jibrail alayhi Salaam also comes in front. When the believer looks at him, he normally will smile. Or you will be shocked. Jibreel alayhi Salaam will say to him, you don't recognize me. On that, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned, so Mutishab says, it's not certain things we can always do. To have a hope that our death will come easily. The first is this narration he brings. He says, Maymuna bint Asad radiyallahu anha, asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, will there be a problem if a person sleeps in a state of impurity, (janaba)?' In the past they never have the water so close to their bedrooms. There was a need to go outside. It was extremely cold. It was not impermissible. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I do not like that a person will sleep at night and he is in a state of a major impurity. If he can't take the ghusl, at least let him make a wudhu. And ulama mentioned the meaning of ya also means manamam, washing the hands, putting water in the mouth and in the nose. Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says because Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, I fear that if the death of that individual has to happen at night, then Jibrail alayhi salatu was salam will be unable to come close to him because he's in that impure state. To get the angel Jibrail alayhi salam at that moment is something we must all wish for. So one is before sleeping, everyone should think, what if I pass away tonight? To make sure I am pure and there is nothing impure around me. The second is to think of our life. A Sahabi radiallahu anh, could not read the kalima. Sahaba r.a came and asked Nabi s.a in the throes of death But the kalima is not coming out Nabi asked would he not read the kalima in his life Then what is stopping him now So he stands up he goes in his company He says read he says I cannot read He says why He says I was disobedient to my mother Sahaba r.a sent immediately to explain to the mother the situation The mother forgives the son The boy just at that moment The message has not even come back at that moment, he reads the kalimah and he passes away. Obedience to parents. Mujahid, rahimullah, mentioned that at the time of a person's demise, Almighty Allah will bring in front of him those people who he loved and he kept company with. He says, if that man's company was the people of dhikr, people of dhikr means any person who when you see him, he makes you think of Almighty Allah. When you hear him, you think of Almighty Allah. You understand him to be someone pious. He says that individual will be brought in front and he will invite him towards good. And if the people, our nature, our habit, our connection with these evil people, whether it's directly or indirectly, indirectly means we're always with sports. We're always in sports. We're always worried about sports people. Then it should not happen that those people, they are brought in front of us before our death because they will not invite us to good. They are going to take us to evil. So three things we mentioned Which Muftisab mentioned And the fourth is That we don't have the fear of death Rather we have the fear of how we're going to die Just think of this one Waqiyah There were many other Waqiyahs like this Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal Before passing away He said not yet, not yet They asked him what are you speaking about He said the devil is in front He is now saying that you won the game He said not yet, not yet The devil never left those people He's not going to leave me and you So one is that to keep Jibrail as-salam at our side, to ensure before passing away or before having the chance of passing away, we are never in a state of impurity, because in that state then the main angel of Almighty Allah will not be allowed to come. Number two, disobedience to parents must never be a thing in our life. It will not harm them; it's going to really harm us. Number three, who our company is. Number four, we don't we are not scared of death. Rather, we are worried about. When that time comes how it will come, Allah ta'ala grant us all an easy death, Almighty Allah grant us all a mubarak death, Almighty Allah save us all from the attacks of devil while we are alive, just before death wa Akhi Rudan alhamdulillah.